Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Today I'd like to talk about redundancy and I'd like to offer seven of my tips for things you really should do when you're facing redundancy. When the Commonwealth Public Service job cuts started in late 2013, I used to laugh when people would ask me if I was worried about losing my job. Of course not, I'd say. The government will always need legislative drafters. And besides, I'm blind, a woman, and a union delegate. They wouldn't dare. But I couldn't have been more wrong. One day, we were all called into a meeting and were told that our agency was going to cut a number of legislative drafters by half. We would all be interviewed for our current jobs and those who were ranked in the top 50% would keep their employment and the rest would be offered voluntary redundancies. After the meeting, I shut myself in my office and just sat there for half an hour sipping water. I couldn't think and all my bravado had disappeared. Then the questions flooded in. Why should I have to apply for a job that I had already applied for and won on merit? What happens if I'm not in the top 50%? Should I take a package or take my chances trying to find a job during the redeployment period? What happens if I can't find a job? How will I pay their mortgage? How will I live? As I'm totally blind, it's not like I can get a job as a pizza delivery person or checkout chick until something better comes along. If you've just found out that you may be made redundant, I promise you you'll get through it. I'm living proof. It may feel like the roof is falling in, but it's just creaking ominously overhead and I promise you you'll be okay. Tip number one, when applying for jobs, give it your all. A couple of weeks after the announcement, I had to reapply for my job. I really struggled with the injustice of this, as I had applied for and won my job on merit seven years ago, and had felt that I had gained seven years of valuable experience and was really quite good at my job. I fell into the trap of feeling that I didn't really need to justify the case for keeping my job. When I had applied for jobs in the past, I had always approached the application and interview processes with the attitude that this job is mine, and if I don't get it, It's my fault for not making the panel understand that I'm the best person for the job. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to write my application with this attitude, and the interview was even worse. At the end, I just wanted to get down on my knees and beg to stay. I hadn't put my whole heart into the process, and this is one of the reasons why I was not successful in keeping my job. So, if you have to go through a spill and fill process as I did, or you decide to apply for another job, Apply for it as if your life depends on it. Build up your belief in yourself and convince yourself and the panel that you are the only one who can do this job. Give it your whole heart. Number two, join your union. I've spoken about this in previous podcasts, but I can't tell you how grateful I was to my union. From the time that I found out I had to reapply for my job till my last day at work, They were in almost daily contact with me, keeping me updated and just seeing how I was. 
They also advised me on the interpretation of my workplace agreement, which was extremely helpful. The good thing is, even if you haven't been a union member like I was, you can always join as soon as you find out that things aren't going as expected and you will get help and support from day one of your membership. Number three, consider all your options, not just the obvious ones. As I had not been successful in keeping my job, I had to decide whether to take a voluntary redundancy or stay on the redeployment list for up to three months until a job was found for me. Both options terrified me. I had specialised in legislative drafting for seven years and I was afraid that I would not be able to return to a general law job. Also, there was a job freeze on at the time, so new jobs were few and far between. I was offered the opportunity to join a friend's network marketing business. And this was the first time that I considered that perhaps I could do something outside of government. With the help of a coach, I used an online tool called CareerStorm Navigator to assess my skills, strengths, values, style and goals and consider what careers would suit me. It was only then that I realised just how many options I had. I started to do some research into what I could do with my legal skills, writing skills, policy skills and people skills. I looked at jobs such as tutoring, writing a blog, writing technical manuals and, of course, the network marketing opportunity, which I eventually took. Number four, seek financial advice. This is extremely important, whether you are considering taking a voluntary redundancy or not. Make sure that you get advice from someone who is qualified in both tax and superannuation matters. There are agencies who are not linked with superannuation funds, but provide unbiased advice. I will provide links to the sources I use to obtain my financial advice. Number five, make a budget. I looked at my finances over the past two years and worked out what I could do without for an extended period of time and what I couldn't. By the end, I had worked out down to the last cent what I could sensibly live on. I also realised just how many subscriptions I was paying that I had forgotten about and I even realised that my gym had been charging me for two memberships, so it was a good bonus to get that money back. This will show you how long your savings will support you while you look for work and it will also give you an, a good idea of the minimum income you will need to earn in a new job. Number six, find good coping mechanisms. The period between the day I found out that I had not been successful in keeping my job and the day that I accepted my voluntary redundancy was extremely hard. I was feeling all sorts of emotions, ranging from depression and rejection to anger and loneliness. Some days I couldn't even get out of bed. The reactions of my colleagues towards me were equally varied. Some were sympathetic and some just plain avoided me. Fortunately, my employer had an employee assistance program and I was able to obtain free counselling through them and was given some great coping strategies. So see if your employer has such a program and get in touch with your Employee Assistance Program provider for help. I will put a general link to the Employee Assistance Program website in the show notes. Number seven, take advantage of everything that is available to you. Look closely at the provisions of your workplace agreement, as this will provide for any entitlements you may be eligible for when facing redundancy. I was, for example able to be reimbursed for the cost of obtaining financial advice 
and my employer also paid for some short retraining courses that interested me. You know, your redundancy may even be an opportunity for a fresh start. At the time, my redundancy was the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. But now, looking back, it's the very best thing that has ever happened to me. Why? Redundancy was the push I needed to follow my dreams and start my own business. So what next? If you are facing redundancy or job loss and don't know what to do next, please just reach out to me. My contact details are at the end of this podcast. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.